Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gypsy Poetry. I'm the Gypsy Poet, and this evening, we've got an amazing guest who I like to call the Master of Mastery. He is not only a recording artist, but he also enjoys doing work in the recording studio, and he does a lot of magic for people who not only enjoy music themselves, but also put out music for the world to hear. Please welcome the one, the only, and the absolutely fascinating Jukebox. Hey, Jukebox, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Sophia. How are you tonight? I'm good. I'm definitely good. Um, We've got music and more music this episode of GPR, which makes me a happy camper. And and uh, here we have more music than that, too. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Um, After spending some time listening to your music, there is um, a question that's um, that's been standing out in my mind that I want to ask you. Um, your songs have a classic old-school feel to them, but they're fresh to the ears. Is there something or someone you are inspired by to attain this kind of sound? Uh, wow. Uh, what a wonderful question. Um, in actuality, I, uh, you know, a lot of songwriters are inspired by a muse. Yes. Um, and I seem to see my, I find my muse in various different people and I I tend to write the story of what it is of the situation, the person that I met, but I'm always writing that song to that muse who happens to show up in various different people. It's yeah. it's the, the the strangest thing. Uh so I guess my old school songwriting style is because I'm old school and that singer songwriter persona it's been missing for well 50 years, although I've been doing it myself for over 40 years. Um, and, and I just keep, I, I keep to my, I, I keep to myself the way that I write and they, they always seem to come out in my fashion. The same way I record, I record in such a certain way that, you know, it's distinctive. It doesn't matter if I'm writing in the same genre People would know once they hear it. Oh, that's that's a jukebox sound. Understood. Very cool. Um, I do want to get into a song that uh, that you sent me, and th- this one this one does blow me away. It's called "I'll Pray for Rain," and the reason I'm bringing this one up is because there, there there's a twist to this song, and I I wouldn't mind playing it because there's like I said there's there's a there's a twist there's a color there's something about it that that really captures the listener's attention. Do you have a story behind this song? I do, but how about if I tell you the story on the back end of the song? Okay. So, so you, you want, want me to play to spin it, first? it? Yeah, if you want to I spin can... it then I'll tell you there's actually two stories to it. Oh, wonderful. All right, so let's go ahead and spin it first. I have a date with you to walk out in the rain. 
and nobody will ever recognize us because they won't know us because they know us all always having large, big, large hair. So we actually did it one night, and I, so we made plans to go for a walk that night, and that whole day I was praying for rain because I really wanted to go for this walk so we could get this photograph taken. And I I penned this song at uh, my office, which was a coffee shop at the time. And I penned the song that I'll pray for rain. And the, the whole story is about praying for rain. Um, and we went for the walk. And it, it rained like crazy. And we ended up, we spent four hours out in the rain together. We were having such a good time. We went to a park just outside of Amsterdam proper. And we just kind of hung out in the rain. And then we went back to Amsterdam proper and we found one of these Polaroid guys and he took the picture and in the song it says, I'll always have this song and use a Polaroid. And that turns out to be the case because A.L. still has the Polaroid and I'll always have this song. Now, the best part about this song is that uh, it, it was in Holland and in Holland it rains every day, practically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the song went up. The song went. Uh, it, I released the song and it, it went way up on the charts very quickly because the Dutch people and people that listened to it were thinking, "How crazy is that to pray for rain? You're in Holland. It rains every day. You don't need to pray for rain. It's just going to bring more rain to us." So the song went up to I think number three, perhaps number two. Uh, on the national Dutch charts, it was up there for about four, four or five weeks. Uh, it never went to number one, but that was okay because there's a lot of Dutch artists that took usually took those spots. But I just thought it was very ironic that the song "I'll Pray for Rain" went so well because everybody in Holland figured, "How crazy is that?" And that's the two stories behind the song "I'll Pray for Rain." Yeah. You have some great songs that you've sent me, and I was going through them. So I'll Pray for Rain was one of them. You also have uh, I Can Explain Here at Home and Calling Your Name. And all of them, they they have a distinct characteristic about each one. But then again, all songs do have that. But your style is, like I had mentioned before, even though it's got an old-school feel, it's still fresh to the ears. So you have quite a lot of influence in, in music all around is what I'm seeing. Um, so I want to ask, which, which, song, which of these would you like us to play next? I think I'd like to have you play uh, Here at Home next. Here okay, at Home is a very, spe- a very special song for me. I was nominated mm-hmm. in Nashville for a Songwriters Award for Here at Home. It's my road song. I also wrote it in Amsterdam. Um, it was yeah. one of the few songs I actually wrote for myself. However, the muse was this woman I was living with called Vivian Fifi. I think I mentioned her on the show last night. Um, and I, it was one morning I had woke up early about six o'clock and I didn't want to wake her. We had a very small place and I was just sitting at the end, on the corner of the end of the bed and the first line of the song is, I won't wake you if you're sleeping. And then I started realizing I wrote the song. The song was about being on the road and, and all the implications that it has for the person on the road and the people that they leave behind when the musician goes out on the road and and all the things that are sort of connected with that. 
um, and and the sacrifices that musicians and their families make. Now the yeah. song itself, I also I also changed it slightly quite a few years later, and I made it into an army version. I'm a veteran of the U.S. Army. I made it into an army version when I was playing for the U.S.O. But go ahead and spin here at home one which is the one that you have, which is the original, uh, which is my road song, which I'm very proud of. And even though I didn't win the award in Nashville, it didn't matter. I went to go and play in Nashville. I played the Grand Old Opry. It wasn't during a, a show, but I got to play the famous circle. And I played this song that you're about to play on that famous circle. And it was such an honor for me to to be in Nashville and play the Grand Old Opera on that circle this song. Awesome. Here it is. It's called Here at Home. I'll wake you if you're sleeping No that time I'm coming home It's been so long since I've held you It's on the road to staying home It's the only life I've wanted Even if I'm all alone But in my mind I'm always haunted By the love left home
that was this coffee shop that I used to call it the office because people knew if I was in town in Amsterdam, come there and they could find me. Uh, they didn't have to have a phone number. They knew I, I would be there because, you know, people would get in touch with me there and I kind of ran my music businesses through that place. I was also the house performer there for many years. <clears throat> and we won, uh, one year we won the Cannabis Cup for Best Ambient Coffee Shop. Uh, that was 1998, I remember we won Best Ambient Coffee Shop. And I actually have the cup itself that we won, which is a wonderful thing. Um, yes. I lo- uh, so there is a sister song. That was the beginning. There's a sister song that people can find on my YouTube channel, which is The Jukebox Guy, all one word. Um, yes. And it's called Calling Your Name. And it's the ending of the situation. It's uh, hard to explain, but if you listen to the song, the song speaks for itself because that's the way I write songs. I try to tell that story in the three or four minutes that I have. Yes. Um, I've got two more questions here, and if you can if you can tell me this in one sentence, that'd be great. The first one is, what do you hope to accomplish with your releases of such colorful music? Um, well, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I've been around a long time. I guess when I I have a lot of songs that I'm about to release, a lot of new new songs, songs that I've written over the last 25 years that I've pulled out of my 25 year vault and gotten them ready to record. Um, uh, I guess what I'm looking for is mostly sync royalties, synchronization royalties, which is where it gets picked up by either in in full or in part, gets picked up by a movie or TV show or commercial. So that would be sync royalties. But I also, I lease songs. I write songs for other artists and bands and, um, you know, producers that go through my catalog and, and record companies, if they're looking for songs to, to fill out an album or they're looking for a hit song for a band or an artist. So that's essentially what I've been writing. And that's the reason that I record all my songs with just two guitars and two vocals. It's always it's always me, both parts, uh, guitars and vocals. And I have my own sound in the way that I record myself. Uh, it's kind of a there's a bit of a haunting thing in there with my vo- with my harmonies and the way that I do the arrangements. I you know it gives me my own sound so people can tell oh that's a jukebox song um, yes. and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what genre or what style I write the song in. You, over the last couple of days, the the public has heard a few five different songs. But you can tell yeah. that they're all. <clears throat> you, you can tell they're all me. Yes. Okay. Last question of the evening. Bandemonium. This is a nonprofit organization you are highly involved with. How did you get started, and why is this so important to you? Well, Bandemonium. <clears throat> what a wonderful organization! It's a cutting-edge development organization. And what we do is it's comprised of musicians helping musicians, 
you've created the premier experience of of a supportive environment we we essentially we we look for unsigned uh artists and bands and we help them with their development we help them with every facet of the music industry from getting their copyrights to getting um their songs coded to getting them prepared to, to working on their stagecraft and getting them uh, ready, getting them actually, getting them signed to major label deals like I did with Fingers and Sunshine to Rock Avenue Records USA. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've been with Bandemonium since about, it must be March, April or so. Um, I I want to give a shout out to Laura Whelan, who is one of the founders of Bandemonium. Uh, this woman is quite a visionary. And I feel quite honored to work side by side with her on every single day, working on how we can better uh, the musicians and the band's lives and get their situations changed, the ones that are members. If anybody is interested, go to bandemonium.rocks, that's B-A-N-D-E-M-O-N-I-U-M dot rocks, and sign up as a member and submit yourself to your material and yourself and we can help you we help we help artists raise their numbers on social media we get involved in all facets of it we also put on festivals and we raise a lot of money for um for causes and charities such as suicide prevention prevent child abuse america the wounded warrior project stop bullying national coalition for the homeless no kid hungry Stop Domestic Violence and Abuse, Autism Speaks, uh, St. Jude's Hospital. That's just to name a few. So we do it in such a way where we put on either by ourselves or with other promoters. We put on shows. We put on festivals. And we, yeah. we get donations. We also have investors. And we, we re- and we get fans signed to major labels because we have A&R reps within our within our ranks and in our upper team management. We've got industry people um, on our board of directors. I myself, I'm the uh, chief operating officer of North America, and I'm on the board of directors as a secretary director of Bandemonium LLC. I'm so happy to be working with them because I get a chance to help musicians of all stripes from all over the world, literally, and to me, that's always what I've loved to do is to help musicians. Um, and this just is, uh, this is like helping musicians on steroids. And Laura Whelan really came up with a great idea. She is a true visionary. I can see that. Well, I just want to let you know that we are out of time. And I got to play all of your songs on your features this past weekend. And well, thank you so much. Re- it's been a w- yes. Please go ahead. Uh, any time. Yes, any time. I really enjoyed your music. It's got such a distinct character to it. Um, you are a poet as well as a musician, and I'm very privileged and honored to, that you have made it this far and that you called on my podcast to share your story and your music. Thank you, Jukebox, so much. For this opportunity. Thank you, thank you so much. I am. Uh, you say my songs have a character. That's because I'm a character myself. So, 
I um, I guess the apples don't fall far from the tree. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Thank you all for listening in to GPR and B. Yes. And I'm very, very happy that Jukebox joined us for a part three episode of GPR. And um, you can later listen to this in the archives. And please feel free to do so. And you can also find uh, Gypsy Poet Radio on iHeartRadio and other platforms, including Pandora, as well as Spotify. And, um, and, and let's not forget iTunes. Thank you all so much for joining me. And thank you, Jukebox, once again for calling in and sharing your story and your music. It is a joy knowing that there are people out there who have a distinct color and character in music. That's um, that that's always refreshing to hear. Well, thank you so much, and once again, thank you for having me on the program in the last three days. Yes, absolutely. All right, guys, I'm signing off, saying adio for now.